Hey, I hope you're having a great day today. Welcome to Daily Dose. Hope you join us today as we dive into scripture and we take a look at what God's word has to say for us today. How are you doing today? It is October 4th and welcome to Daily Dose. Today, I want to talk about our tolerance to sin. And I hope that this doesn't step on anyone's toes. But we as a nation, we as a people, we as Christians have a pretty high sin tolerance. And this again, if I could just turn my webcam on and point it directly at me so that you you could understand that I'm speaking directly to me today. You know, it it is one thing for us to believe that the immutability of God has changed. We, we believe that somehow God has then rationalized with man and then changed his mind on sin. That sin is no longer as dangerous as it was. That we have differentiated what's, what is a dangerous sin and what is a not dangerous sin. Because killing somebody is still a dangerous sin. But maybe, you know, lying isn't really that big of a sin. It doesn't really kill somebody. So therefore, it's not really that bad. We've graded sin in our lives. We've allowed our sin tolerance to become great. Open with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, read with me in verse 1. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans. For a man has his father's wife, and you are arrogant. Ought you not rather to mourn? Let him who has done this be removed from among you. For though absent in the body, I am present in spirit. And as if present, I have already pronounced judgment on the one who did such a thing. When you are assembled in the name of the Lord Jesus, my spirit is present and the power of our Lord Jesus. You are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Have you ever watched somebody make bread? Have you ever watched somebody bake bread? Like actually take and, and bake bread. And how you begin with this, this, this flour you need and you move, and then you add just a little bit of yeast. And what happens once the yeast is added, this, this yeast, this bread ball doubles, if not triples in size. You see a little leaven, a little yeast Leavens the whole lump. It, it, it challenges the whole lump. You see what happens is we, have, we as Christians have allowed sin to happen for so long in our lives that, that we uh, have then uh, allowed this for so long. We just tolerate it now. It just becomes normal. We allow sin to happen in within the walls of our church because it's so just normal to us now. And there's one thing to be said of a sinner coming in a repented heart. There's another thing for a sinner coming for acceptance of his sin. It's completely different because we have so many sinners coming for acceptance of their sin into the church today. 
But in reality, we need to do with this last verse. We are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. Now we think this is terrible. Oh my gosh, Clay, Pastor Clay, why on earth would we deliver anyone to Satan? (laughs) Well, this verse is important. Warren Wearsby says that it suggests that there is a spiritual safety within the fellowship of the local church. To be disciplined and dismissed from fellowship makes us vulnerable to Satan's attacks. It is far better to confess our sins and be forgiven to be then be restored to the fellowship than to be left alone to Satan's wills. You know, this is dangerous. When we talk about the dismissal from the church, it is something that we must adhere to and we must be weary of. But we must do it in a loving, caring way because far better that this man's flesh may be destroyed, that his spirit may live in the day of the Lord. This is not saying that we are to let this man be killed. This is saying that we are to let this man's complete spirit be broken so that he might come to the experience of the Lord. You know, Kyle Eidelman wrote a book called The End of Myself. And in this, he entails this story of how he struggled to find God in so many different places. And until he finally hit rock bottom, he finally hit rock bottom and came to the end of what he calls the end of himself, that he finally found God. You know, my, my story is very similar. I related to this book. I related to what this man was saying because it took me coming to the end of Clay. Me coming to the end of Clay where Clay said, I can't do this anymore. When God said, okay, are you ready to listen now? I said, yes, sir. (laughs) We have a high sin tolerance today. And we shouldn't. We've allowed that yeast to double our bread, to, 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 to double our acceptance of things. So I want you to today think of maybe a particular experience. Maybe you've dealt with this. I want to ask you, did you confront it? Did you confront sin? Or did you just let it go? Again, I wished I wished I had a mirror. This is preaching it myself today. My encouragement today for you is to flee, flee unrighteousness and run to the arms of the one who is righteous and the one is of Jesus. If you're here today, you've never made a profession of faith in Jesus today. Can I urge you to make that profession today? Can you just say, Lord, I am a sinner and I know that you sent your son Jesus so that I may believe in him, believe him as my Lord and savior of my life and be snatched out of an eternal separation of sin into an eternity with you. Would you, would you, would you be bold enough to pray that prayer today? To, to, to say to your soul, God, I can't do this. I cannot do this. You are the way, the only way. Hope you have a fantastic day and I'll see you tomorrow.